Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. We're recording. Hola. Uh, si. ¿Qué tal? Michael. Um, yo soy Davina. Tú eres... Michael. Si. Sí. Um, ¿Tú eres la nueva vecina? Muchas gracias, por favor. <laughs> quite funny when you say muchas gracias, yeah. por favor, because it's saying thank you, please. Yes, I like that. Uh, please, Th- may Thank I? you, please. Yeah. Thank you, please, please. Uh, that was very good. It was quite like, impressive. Should we turn this up this way? I think that's better sounding. It has a, a knob on the bottom, you see, that's supposed to sit on a tripod and face uh, us. I'm going to hold it. Oh, no, don't look at that because you can hear all the, the, okay. the touches. I think that is, that's Good. Okay, uh, I'm going to lean into it then. Yeah, yeah, lean into it a bit, that's all um, right. So, mm-hmm. that is because I came back from Spain fully invigorated mm-hmm. with an urge to learn another language. See, si. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Which I, I am really keen to do. I really have found a new love for the Spanish language. Really? Yeah, that I didn't... A new love? I never really had it before because... <clears throat> I always thought it was a bit lispy, th- 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 mm. you know, all of that. What and was interesting, I think, is that Manu, our, our kind of driver, runner, runner. guy, who was looking mm. after us. He was the loveliest man. But he'd said that in certain regions of Spain, you have the th- 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 yeah. and then in other regions it's of Spain, the, it's th- 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 In southern Spain, mm. I think it's sir. Mm-hmm. And in northern Spain, it's th. We think we're the only country with accents. That's the yes. problem of Britain. Well, this was what was so interesting, without mm-hmm. giving too much away about the programme. There was a girl mm-hmm. um, from southern Spain, had a very strong accent, and there was a guy from, he was a Geordie, mm-hmm. and he had a very strong Why, accent. Aye, man, a divinal, and it's all a boot. That, that was quite good. All right, isn't it? I can only do that one phrase in Geordie. Um, but, like, this guy's accent was so strong that I was having to translate his English for my Spanish friend. Yeah. Who speaks fluent English. Okay, but not Geordie English. But not Geordie. Yeah. And at the same time, I could understand most of the Spanish guys mm-hmm. in the house, but I couldn't quite understand this girl. It was much harder for me to tune into her accent. Her Spanish accent? Yes. Because it was the or sir? Sir. Sir, okay. Yeah, the th 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 Feels like more, more Spanish. You can get your head around yes. it a bit more, can't but you? of course, South America in South mm. America they don't thither. Okay. They thither. Okay. Anyway, I found I went online and mm-hmm. I looked up, um, you know, Spanish. App, Teach me Spanish. Fast. Teach me Spanish app quickly, yes. and I found Babbel, 
Um, I've heard about Babbel quite a lot. It's called my.babbel.com. I'm going to mm-hmm. turn that down because otherwise it'll be beeping all Excuse the way me, just through. Excuse me, just one second. <coughs> Can we just say quickly, mm-hmm. you are heroically doing this podcast today. I, I wouldn't call He's it He's not heroically. well. Yeah. He's but a bit poorly. I, I've got a cold, basically. I think oh. I've got a classic common cold. I haven't had we, a cold we did, for... We did do a test, though, best though, didn't part we? Two years. We were a bit worried. I've been tested twice today. Yeah. Um, so I haven't got the COVIDs, but I've got a good old-fashioned cold. It's quite weird, because it's been such a long time. Everyone's washed their hands so much the last few years. There's been no colds knocking mm. about. So it has hit me quite hard. It happened on Friday. This is now Sunday, and I'm feeling better already. To be Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, a, I'm I a two-day cold. I've got to say, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously I'm learning new things about you, even though I've known you for 22 years, mm-hmm. I haven't known you intimately. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting to know, like, so much more about you and mm-hmm. how you operate. You're brilliant when you're sick. Mm. Am I? I mean, you, well, you're a bit scary. Cause you, well, you just don't... <laughs> I'm best better to sick. But you, no, but you don't tell me how sick you are. Yeah. Like, you I don't... be a bit moany, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but you don't at all, like... Mm. I keep kind of going, do you want to go and lie down? You're like, no, I'm fine. But you're not fine. Like, you're just sort of soldiering through. <coughs> yeah. Well, you know, what else is there to do? You know, I always think when you're a little kid and you're really bunged up and mm. snotty, you still play with toys and everything. Mm. Like, as long as you get older, do you realise, like, oh, I can get away with not doing very much because I'm ill. But actually, I'd rather k- crack on and do stuff, you know, and get But the, that's get so good. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks very much indeed. It's, it's, not, nice, it's nice it's appreciated. I like being day. around you when you're sick. Yeah, great. Okay, let's <laughs> keep it coming. Um, so anyway, yes. okay, let me tell you about Babel. Yeah, yeah. So in 11 lessons, right, mm-hmm. you get to complete the newcomer course one. And you, I am basically, I signed up because I have the attention span of a newt. Yes, I so know you do. I signed up for... It's not an attention span, really. It's more like... <laughs> You want to do everything all at the same time. <laughs> Your attention is... Spread too thin. Well, it's every, it's everywhere, but it's attentive, but just on <laughs> lots of different things. So, carry on, sorry. So, I basically said to them, because mm-hmm. they do, I think, a choice of kind of five-minute lessons, 15-minute lessons, mm-hmm. half-an-hour lessons, and I was like, no, 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 five minutes. Yeah. I just need five minutes every day. And... What's really interesting is that they teach you phrases, they teach you important words, and then you can really start trying to piece it together quite quickly. Mm. Anyway, if you want to learn a language, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people in lockdown were like, okay, I'm going to learn a language, I'm going to learn how to sew, I'm going to learn how to knit. Babble is a way that you can do it and live in real life, you know. Yes. A walk to the bus stop, um, a walk to the train. They do it in a very, very simple, you know, écoutez et répétez. Do you remember that? Uh, I do, Listen listen and repeat. And And it it does the same on this. It's really, really good, simple, easy to use, and I really, really like it. So I would highly recommend Babbel as a way of learning. So so what what date is it today? It's the 10th of October today, I think, at the moment. So. Could we say that maybe by Christmas you by could Christmas, maybe give us a I'll few phrases yes, and, and absolutely. talk a little bit? Yeah, maybe totally. intro the podcast in Spanish. In Spanish. Okay, yeah? no problem. The other, the other kind of amazing mm-hmm. thing, um, I mean, look, I know I speak French. Yes. Um, but when I, I've started following my Spanish co-host from this program yes. online mm-hmm. and his boyfriend. Well, what's his and, name? So people can follow well, him. Well, I... I don't know whether... Oh, it has been out, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
He's called Ricky Marino. What a name. It's such a good name, oh isn't it? Oh, my God. Ricky Marino. Yeah, he's like Ricky Martin's son or something. And his something. boyfriend's called Pablo. They are the greatest people. Yeah, I just lovely. loved them yeah. so much, didn't we? We mm. just, they're brilliant. And he is starring in Ghost on the Spanish West End in Madrid. He's playing the Patrick Swayze part. Yeah. Yes. So. that clay. They post things. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they post things in Spanish, like long wordy things mm-hmm. about mental health and stuff. And I, I was looking at it the other day and I thought, oh my God, I actually understand, understand this. It. And I sent a message to Pablo and I was going, did your last post mean blah, 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 blah. And he was like, oh my God, yes, well done. Ah, great. Gusto. <clears throat> Very good. Not so how much is Babel? Have, you, have you said Muy it bien, already? It. Um, I haven't. And I'm just trying to find out um, how much it is. Because I have promised you a while back that I would learn French. So oh, I, I think, really yeah, yeah, and I think it would be good for me really to learn French as well. I think I would that. enjoy it. I like, you know, pretending to be French when I'm in France. Yeah, you know, I wear the beret and the stripy yeah. t-shirt and the garlic around my neck and stuff. Um, it would be great if I could throw out a few French dos beer por favor. That's Spanish. No, that's Spanish. Oh, damn. Um, tell them what you learnt in Spanish. De beer. S'il vous plaît. De bière. 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 Nice. And um, tell them what you learnt. The Ocho Cerrados. Very good. Which was our room number. And when we had to get towels or buy a drink at the bar or pay for a bill, I'd go, Ocho Cerrados, por favor, señorita. And you were very good. Well, I had all, I had all the bells and whistles, you know. It was very good. Wait, you just <clears> went bells, bells and whistles. Bells and whistles. <laughs> 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 yeah. Have we worked out how much it is yet? I'm just looking. I was okay. just trying to um, quietly... I wonder how much it is to learn a foreign language these days. Um, quietly sort of do this. I'm going to just get started. Yeah. And see how much it costs. No, you've got Spanish French. is at the top. Let's okay. go French. 12 months. 5 a month. Yeah, so £71.88. Okay, great. Um, three months, £9.99. Six months, £7.49. I've gone for the full year... Because I think I'm probably going to do the first thing a couple of times because yeah. I'll, forget I'll forget a couple of days. <clears throat> okay. And I want to go over and okay. layer the learning. Mm-hmm. And then I think we might have to go to Spain. Well, what's weekend. good about me learning French is I can just come to you and go, Je m'appelle Michel, quelle heure est-il? And you can respond, right? So yes. I'll get a rough idea of what's going on. You could do with a Spanish friend, a, Spanish... a female Spanish friend. Is that for you? Like, is that with. what you're a bit excited about? No. Having like a, some sort of hot female Spanish friend? No, I just don't want you cozying up to a Spanish man. <laughs> gets out the castanets and starts <laughs> rustling your papaya. And they are amazing. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that's what I think. Um, but I'm looking forward to this. I am going to sign up. Um, this is a great recommendation. Good. And I have to say it to anybody out there, because I would have thought, if you asked anybody, mm. do they wish they'd sp- they speak another language? Oh, every, everybody, everybody says yes. Everybody. I wish I spoke Italian. I wish I spoke Spanish. Um, Ruski. Um, you've got to say Russian. You Russian. can't say Ruski. Okay. Um, um, but I, I, what are they speaking? Mandarin. That's the Mandarin. Yeah, God. My son's yeah. learned teaching himself Japanese at the moment. Every time I come in, he's just sat there learning Japanese. And he's learning how to write Japanese. That's what's amazing. Nuts. I mean, he really can write Japanese. Yeah. He's doing, he's very, doing very, very well. well. All off his own back. It's nothing to do yeah. with me. Um, 
So, um, what are you bringing to the table God, today, Michael I don't know where to, where to begin. I've just had Domino's pizza. Can I just say, yeah. I had a cold slice of your pizza when yeah. I got in. Yeah. I have never, ever had pineapple on a pizza. The idea of it repulsed me. Yeah, it was yeah. the greatest thing I have ever tried. Well, I only have pineapple on a pizza if it's a spicy hot pizza. Yeah, but it was so good yeah, that. Yeah, so it is a spicy pizza. But it was like a meat feast. Let me tell you what I did. So I went online, yeah. went, opened the app, and it said, yeah. Welcome, Michael Douglas, what would you like to order? And I ordered the Sizzler. The Sizzler's my favourite pizza from, from Domino's. Domino's. Okay, so it's Domino's pizza. It's called the Sizzler. It's got chicken tikka on it. It's got pepperoni on it. It's got onions on it, it's got jalapenos on it, and then it's got tomato mozzarella and all the other bits and pieces that you'd expect on a pizza. And then you add? And then I add a, a small dose of pineapple because the chicken tikka and the jalapenos and all that, oh, you know, it's like, oh, I need something to just take the edge off that, so a bit of pineapple. Now, I do understand there'll be a lot of people out there going, oh, he's one of those that takes pineapple on a pizza. And I get it, you know, you don't want your pizza to taste like sweets, but the pineapple's necessary for the sizzler. So anyway, I order a sizzler, right? I go... Yeah. Italian thin crust, which is the normal crust on a Domino's pizza, but it's been yeah. stretched thinner. Yeah. Which is great, right? Yeah. So you don't get as many calories because. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Spread it out, you get less. Yeah, yeah, You can go thin crust, which is very good, but I would go Italian, right? This is my recommendation for a pizza right. from Domino's. Right. Go for the sizzler. Anyway, I ordered it, made a couple of changes, took off some herbs, put on some pineapple, bang, ordered it for collection. And then it said it'd be ready in 12 to 15 minutes. And then I realised the last time I ordered a Domino's was in Dundee. And it was expecting me to collect it there. No! Yeah, God damn it. So I had to ring Dundee and say, oh, I'm really sorry about this. I've ordered beats at the wrong place. And he said, you'll wait a week, we'll give you your money back. I was very grateful. So then I ordered down here in Tunbridge Wells. Guess what? How much? They don't do a what? Sizzler in Tunbridge Wells. What? No. Anywhere north of Watford you get a Sizzler, but not down here it would seem. Oh, I'm so ashamed. Oh. So I had to go for something else. I had to, like pimp a pizza to try and get it to the sizzler standard it's good though wasn't it it was amazing but you did like double meat yes well it was called a meat uh, meat spicy hot or something like that and it was ground beef uh, pepperoni jalapenos ground beef and pepperoni is great red onions yeah tomato mozzarella and then I always like Pizza Express dressing on the side to dip in the crust. So it's yes, vinegary. I know you do the that. garlic dip from Domino's is nice, but it's not got any bite to it. It's not sharp enough. Right. So that would be my recommendation for people. If you live up north, go for a sizzler and add just a bit of pineapple. And if you're down here, you have to go for the hot and spicy with the ground beef. Have we recommended Pizza Express? I Dr- think we have salad dressing. Probably, but it is great on everything. Now, what I would do there, I always go for the light dressing. Don't go for the house. Go for the house dressing, but light. Why? It's sharper. It's got more kind of lemony zing to it. And that's what you need, isn't it? I love anything with vinegar. Anything vinegary. Yeah. So um, that was my first recommendation was for the the greatest dominoes of all. Can I quickly, quickly do a shout out? Yeah, sure. I want to shout out to Janine, who is Twinkle. I was going to do this. I was, oh, I was going to do you? a shout out to Janine, but let's do it now. So because yes. I want to do it because yeah. I, I do a charity event in Southampton every year for Action Medical Research. Yeah, well, it's, it's a charity that no one's a, ever heard this of. This is a great recommendation, yeah. is this charity. I was going to talk about this, okay. but let me just interject here. Because yes. I was on Pointless Celebrities once. Yes. And they said to me, okay, you've won a £1,000 charity. Who, who's your charity? And I was like... I don't know. And they went, well, choose one. I was like, oh, 
Like, not everybody has a charity, no. right? And you think, I, I, I donate money to the Air Ambulance of Hertfordshire every great, month. Great, And then I donate money and some of my time to the Hairdressers Benevolent Charity, which yes. helps out hairdressers. But I don't really have another charity, and I feel like I need another charity. And you took me to this event the other, the other day, and um, I was blown away by it, really. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. But I now have another charity, which is this one that you're now going to talk about. Yes, yeah, so Action Med... Thanks. Yeah, so if next time I'm on Pointless Celebrities yes. with Nicky Clark and they go, what's your charity? I'll go, it's Action Medical Research. Give the money to them. So I started raising money for Action Medical Research when I was nine. Mm-hmm. And back then it was called Action for the Crippled Child. Wow. Because yeah, yeah. Um, there were so many sort of childhood diseases and illnesses that children could get. And it predominantly raised money to research all of these illnesses and diseases and my granny mm-hmm. worked for them a lot and so I raised money from them from nine years old and they found the polio vaccine I mean that's bloody amazing because we've all had that right um the nuchal scan and we all have kids who've had that yeah <laughs> yeah um the cooling method where mm-hmm. if your child is born oxygen deprived mm-hmm. they cool the baby down to it's almost wow. dead mm-hmm. and then reheat it very 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 slow yeah. slowly and it um reduces the chances of getting or re- like reduces the impact that mm-hmm. cerebral palsy will have on them so they might have a much lesser amount or maybe none at all yeah. but um, it's a real game changer, and the research that they do is often into extremely rare childhood diseases, ones that nobody else is looking into. Mm-hmm. They also look into um, premature birth, and obviously I was a month premature, and a lot of fetal medicine. Mm-hmm. And they help fund research into illnesses where parents have given up all hope. You know, yeah. they think nobody's hit hearing me, nobody mm-hmm. knows anything about the illness that my child has. They are unbelievable, and no one has ever heard of them. Yeah. But because they are, it's not like a, the NSPCC yeah, is yeah, like a, a clear... It's the U2 of charities, yeah, right? And, yeah, and, but it's also a very clear kind of across the board. Yes. But, the, you know, it, it um, piles money into yeah. huge things. And, yes. You know, very common childhood illnesses, mm-hmm. but who's looking after that? Yeah, yeah. People who get the things where you're one in a million, you mm. know. Anyway, I love them. Yes. I love their heart. Yeah, um, they're that. a small yeah. team. Mm-hmm. I've been working with this woman, Sarah, for 20 years. Um, and I'm an ambassador for them. And I, it was the Duke of Edinburgh's charity. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. And so I really, really love this charity. Anyway, Janine, who is Twinkle yes. on Instagram. Yep. Is that her actual Twinkle underscore survivor. Well, there you go. Thank you. That's all right. And she came along to say hi, um, as did um, Philippa, my other mate. And but Twinkle Janine bought some gifts for yes. And this made me think of her (coughs) when you were talking about the Pizza Express dressing. Yeah. That she bought you the Lego Condiment King. She did, yes. Um, I, I mean, I am condiment mad, as anybody knows. And um, I had talked about my favourite Lego character from Lego Batman was um, Condiment King. And she got it. <laughs> she found. I don't know where she got it from. She was got it on the internet. She's unbelievable. It's a little Lego man who carries these these two guns. One's got ketchup in it. One's got mushrooms in it. And then he squirts it at people. But I was like, 
bloody hell, she also got me two cans of David Beckham's Instinct, which is like gold dust. Now, we've also got to thank her a lot because Mm -hmm. um, obviously we've got the third member of Coldplay, Olivia, who's doing all our social media. Big up, Olivia. We're just going from strength to strength on our social media. She's doing great things for us. But Janine, up until we got Olivia, was... Documenting. Documenting everything Mm -hmm. we had ever talked about on every single podcast. And we cannot thank her enough for all the work she's done. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be immensely useful for you, our listeners, because we're going to be able to give that to Olivia and kind of do a... She can document it all. Yeah, document it all. So thank you. when you're looking for something to watch, you can just press on TV and there'll be loads of TV recommendations or movie recommendations. Thanks to Janine, that will be easier. Absolutely. And thanks so much for my uh, goodie bag, Janine, of gifts. And mine. Um, Amazing. outrageously brilliant. I've got more Jolly Ranchers than than the Jolly Ranch. And, and also, thank you, Michael, for the big shout-out for Action Medical Research, because they do amazing stuff. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Why is it... So you took me to this dinner, uh, this lunchtime dinner. Why, was it, why is it just women? Um, I think it started off... There's no specific we, reason. No, just we, just, that we just thought, we'll okay. just do a ladies' lunch. We yeah. thought it was going to be a sort of nice, demure ladies' lunch. It's, it's nice, not demure. Raucous, yeah. It's raucous. Yeah. And what was quite funny, we tried to do one somewhere else and it didn't work. Southampton is the place yeah. to do it. It was brilliant. And they loved you. Well, I, I was very happy. I'm always happy in a room full of ladies. Yeah, well, yeah. they were very happy. Chatting about fringes and yeah. their regrowths yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's all, all the fun of the fair. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hit. It was brilliant. What a great, what a great. Everybody loved him. <laughs> um, so I've been watching a TV show recommended by my good friend Andy Abrahams. Oh yeah. The BBC iPlayer. Yeah. It's called Alma's Not Normal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. heard anything. No, you haven't. This is one of those ones, isn't it, where you kept it a secret, you dark horse. So. Um, I love sitcoms, as you know. I mean, I'm a yeah. big fan of uh, Faulty Towers and Only Fools and Horses, The Office, Alan Partridge, all of these kind of situation comedies. I like, I love the structure of them, yeah. and I love the stuff that you can extract out of them to do with relationships and families and all sorts of things. Yeah. I, I think they're absolutely brilliant. And even the ones that are a bit kind of traditional, you know, with canned laughter on and all the rest of it, I don't actually mind any of that, you know. I, yeah. I, I just love the situation comedy. So this is a classic situation comedy by the BBC. Um, it's got new people in it that I've, I would say I've never really seen before. So um, Sophie Willen uh, is Alma, who plays Alma in it. Um, and I think, get the feeling that she has, has created it as well. Let me just have a little look. So yes, it turns out that she's the writer and creator of, uh, of Alma's Not Normal. Um, so I'm going to read you the synopsis because I think you're going to like it. Okay, great. All right? Are yes. you ready? Yep. After a recent breakup, Alma tries to get her life back on track, um, but with no job, no qualifications, um, and a rebellious streak a mile wide, it's not going to be easy. Meanwhile, her mum, who is a battling heroin addiction, has been sectioned oh. for arson, and with her vampish grandma Joan, wants nothing to do with it. So, um, it's set in Bolton, yes. so it's got a very um, royal family flavour yeah. to it. Yeah. I'm always slightly irritated by the success of Bolton. Bolton is kind of very near Preston. Yeah. And Bolton gets all the success, basically. You've got Peter Kay, it's got Vernon Kay, but it's got Tess all, Daly. Is it, it's, it's in got, Lancashire, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's in Lancashire. So but could you not bask in the Lancastrian success? Well, I could if it was spread a bit further out of Bolton, and it's not. <laughs> it's just all confined to Bolton. 
And I think Preston's an interesting place. Why Peter isn't there Kay more? Peter Kay finds a lot of really good people. Should we ask him if he could have a look in Chorley or Leyland? Yeah, well, he found Paddy McGuinness from Bolton. Yeah, but look, should all... we ask him if he like if the next yeah, time well, he's looking be... for someone, could he go to? That would be helpful. Leyland. Yeah, I'd be pleased about Leyland or Preston. Um, anyway, I've watched the first three episodes, and it's it's very kind of fun. You know, she's a, a bit of an eccentric. You know, she's probably in her early twenties, slightly mad. You know, rides a bike, big pink fluffy jacket her boyfriend's dumped her for somebody else she's a bit heartbroken she loves drinking and going out of control her mum's been sectioned and her mum is played by um a bit of, i mean god a classic uh, actress which is oh lorraine Ashburn. um siobhan oh siobhan from she's in benedict she's also in rita sue and bob too of course finneran yeah um, she's amazing yeah. And uh, she's had these false teeth done because she's all her teeth have fallen out due to drug addiction, so she can barely speak with these teeth in, you know. And um, it, it's on the whole just very funny, very light-hearted comedies. Half-hour episodes, there's six of them to go at. I would say you've got to watch the first two before you can cause, cause any real judgment because a lot of it's not big laugh out loud until yes. you understand the characters. Yes. But you know they go online dating, try and find new boyfriends, her and her mate. You know nobody in it is particularly what we call atypically attractively beautiful nobody's Mm. skinny or Mm. you know kind of well everyone's um, normal right uh, yeah well apart from Alma who's not normal um, yeah Alma's not normal I like that that's really smooth yeah do you like that that's really smooth um, so I would highly recommend it. Watch the first two or three episodes before you make any real harsh judgments Andy's on it. Andy's because... so great, isn't he? Yes. He's always and coming out with recommendations. It's a very un-Andy thing to watch this. Yeah, yeah. Because it's quite... It's not got war in it. No, and it's quite an unsophisticated format. You know, it, it's quite straightforward. Andy, let's face it, Andy's really sophisticated. He is very sophisticated. He's very, yeah. Highbrow, highbrow. Um, so I would highly, highly recommend it. Great. Uh, to the people's. Um, I want to talk about yeah. another Ryan Holiday book. Mm-hmm. Now, any of our listeners might remember Ryan Holiday from The Daily Stoic, yep. which is Brilliant. one of our all-time yeah. favourite bits mm-hmm. of literature, which we've slightly got out of the habit of reading. Yes. And, you know, just <clears throat> a little, we could read it <clears throat> to each other in the mornings because I really enjoy a thought-provoking <clears throat> idea for the first thing in the morning. Anyway, The Daily Stoic was a look at um, all the old philosophers, Stoic philosophers, and he pulls out quotes. And then underneath, very helpfully, because sometimes I've read one of the quotes and I've thought, I don't really understand what that's about. And he will kind of translate. And Mm. then you go, oh, I see, I see. And it's so interesting how the philosophy totally applies to today's day and age as well. Anyway, um, he's written numerous other books that are also amazing, um, all kind of based on Stoic virtues, but he's got a new one out and um, sort of from the Stoic Virtues series. Ah, okay. And this one is Courage is Calling, Fortune Favours the Brave. Mm -hmm. And it's about finding that courage to do the thing you've always wanted to do, to go the extra mile. And what he does, he's like a psychologist philosopher but Mm. he also keeps quoting from the stoics so he uses all of that knowledge in this book yes now just to tap into that i get you know i I follow a lot of these kind of psychologists and critical thinkers and stuff like that Mm. and they get a lot of criticism saying oh they're just regurgitating old work and i think that is not 
a valid criticism. It's fine to regurgitate mm. old work. If it's really good and it's relevant mm. today and you're in a position of power and a position to spread the, mm. the good word of those great words of way back when, mm. then great. Like, Can so what? Like, it doesn't matter. The thing is that this stuff was brilliant. It's still brilliant. And if anybody can can get it to reach a broader audience, then great. And I, I've seen him come under criticism for this, saying I was just repackaging old stuff. And I think, well, good, is, thank God but, somebody's doing but that. But he's you repackaging know. it for, for people us. like me. Absolutely. Who hasn't... Uh, before you gave me the Daily Stoic, mm. I hadn't heard of the Stoics. Yeah. I mean, when you, when we broke it down, I knew who yes. they were. But I didn't, I didn't know they were called the Stoics. Mm. I knew that being stoical yes. was a thing, but I didn't yep. know why mm -hmm. it was that. And it was actually thanks to Ryan Holiday that... He's brought it to me in a mm. much wider audience. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, is a critical thinker somebody who's like a philosopher? Yes. Somebody who will take a topic and really go kind of deep. Yes, so they wouldn't allow... They try very hard not to allow it, their unconscious bias to sway them in any way. So they think critically about stuff. So they might land on an idea that they think is great, yeah. but then they will look at it from a not-so-great perspective to try and pull it apart think I think this idea is great but I'm going to disagree with it for a while and to work out because generally most of us it, are full of unconscious bias yes so we stumble across an idea we think it's great and then we just go and tell that idea everybody to everybody and, and then perpetuate the idea but actually you but should look we, at it more but critically. we will turn that idea into an idea that fits us because we're a bit biased so yeah yeah kind of like, and it makes us feel and better it makes us feel better yes okay and um can you tell us Mm -hmm. um, some of the critical thinkers that you've listened to, or and they're not always critical thinkers that you agree with, right? You sometimes yes. listen to people that you don't agree Absolutely, with, or yes. you. Well, think I do are love challenging. Jordan or... Peterson is one of my all-time favourites. Really, I think he's he's very good to to listen to. And there's lots of people who don't necessarily like what he has to say. I mean, there's more people that do than don't, but those that don't really but, don't. I mean, he's got something like, what, four million subscribers on YouTube. That's a yes. lot. Yes, and his books sell enormous, and they're mm. translated into millions of different languages. But he is very good, I think, at, at taking an idea and looking at it critically, whether it's climate change or whether it's, um, I don't know, trans rights and stuff like that. And, you know, he can be quite an uncomfortable person to listen to. Um, but mm. it does make you properly think about the subject. Mm. In so you might ways. not he's always great. agree with what yeah, yeah. he's saying. So you, yes. like, sometimes you agree, sometimes you don't agree, but it will make you think about it. Yes. I think what's interesting about criticising somebody like him is that when you criticise something, you're, you're potentially saying, I know better than you, mm. um, which puts you slightly above the mm. person that you're criticising. Mm. And it's... It can be quite a foolish thing to do, really, because somebody, not him necessarily, but somebody like him who's so well-read and has been a mm. professor of um, psychology and philosophy at Harvard and all these other places, that you think, oh, I should probably not critique, but I should probably just listen, listen. and take mm. it in and then listen to somebody else and take that mm. in. The other one is Dr. Thomas Sowell. He's worth a listen to. Mm. Um, he's, um, he was, um, I think, an economic uh, thinker and he's at the Hoover Institute. But if you mm. go onto YouTube and have a look at some of his stuff, he's been around mm. since the 60s. Um, and blimey O'Reilly, he has blown my brains out, really, with some of the things that he's been he's said that mm. you think that can't be right mm. or it can't be true. And then you go, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, there are lots of people who are an incredibly popular, like... Um, Joe Rogan's very popular, but he's also very controversial because mm. he says a lot of things that yes. people don't agree with. I know he says 
quite a lot of stuff about a medicine that's not licensed and hasn't been approved mm. or anything for COVID. And you think, oh my God, you know, mm. what are you doing? But at the same time, sometimes he, he puts some really interesting ideas out there or, yeah. you know, it's not... What gets he, you thinking? I don't really yeah. listen to him so much, but I know that lots of people do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good that we've got lots of different places that we can go to listen to people's ideas. It does feel a little bit like the time of the ancient Greeks where you would sit around and listen to someone talking. Because I think it's interesting how... And I'm always quite nervous about talking about this, but Mm. how dangerous it is for people to speak their mind. And I'm always rather impressed with people that speak their mind because I'm always terrified of doing it. Yes, I just say the wrong thing. And it gets misinterpreted Mm. or whatever... So I, I've I've got a lot less gobby as I've got older. Because yeah. I, the I, danger of not speaking is you find it difficult to think and then you can't really make decisions about stuff. So it's the more people get quiet, the worse it's going to get, I think, well, for that's everybody. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, you can't think without speaking and you must be allowed to speak. So but just to go back to this, so two more common critical thinkers, I would say, mm-hmm. is Tim Minchin and, oh, Rus- Tim uh, Minchin, and Russell Brand. Oh, Tim Minchin, I love. Russell and Brand Russell Brand's also thinker. really good. Yeah. And he's, I like Russell Brown mm. because he's a layman. Yes. So when he talks about things, I think, oh, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, he packages it up very yeah. nicely for everybody, he, doesn't he? He, yeah. I, he speaks in a way that mm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two are very good. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, the other thing I want, quickly wanted to say, I think there's another one, mm-hmm. and that's Chris Evans. Oh, okay, yes. Because absolutely. he is absolutely bringing... Um, thought and uh, conversation yes. and um, critical thinking to the radio, to the masses. He is. So I listen to Chris quite a bit in the morning. I, I have done on and off, I guess, throughout my life. And um, I didn't so much on Radio 2, but I was just in a different place back then. But now he's got the show on Virgin Radio. So it's on DAB, so anyone can get it in the country. It's uh, um, it's advert-free, mm. which is one of the things so that puts clever. me off from commercial radio. And it's mm. sponsored by Sky, but you don't have to sit through any adverts. But he has had on... Uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson on uh, as, a, as, a, as a daily guest and he would play his YouTube clips to get people kind of thinking and talking which is a brave thing to do because a lot mm. of people have been cancelled for liking the likes of Jordan Peterson but he's had Ryan Holiday on all last week uh, as a guest phoning in and then reading some of this book out and it's a really great way if you're making breakfast with your kids or whatever to have people on there talking about these things that are just slightly below the surface or slightly above Above the stratosphere, you know, mm. you go, what was that? You know, before you go to work in the morning, you're thinking, Jesus, I never even thought about the world from that perspective. So I totally agree. I've always thought Chris has had a really interesting grasp uh, on on thinking and seeing the world very, very differently. Mm. And I know lots of people don't and like him and all the rest of it. And that's completely fine. Yeah. about getting it out there. Yes, and I think he's always been encouraging of everybody and anybody to pursue a dream. And um, his two books, I mean, if you've got young, youngish kids that need to be inspired, his two books are well worth a read. He has made and lost more money than anyone I've, I've ever known. <laughs> and he's made some horrific decisions, I think, financial decisions. I mean, everyone thought he was a business genius. And he's always said, I'm the worst businessman you'll ever, <laughs> ever meet. And there's this incredible story in his book where he had some shares from Scottish Media Group that were worth £57 million. Pounds. Yeah. And one of the big banks, I think it might have been Goldman Sachs or someone like that, came and offered him a cheque for 50-odd million pounds. And he wrote it out in front of him and said, would you take this for your shares in Scottish media when you sold Virgin Radio? And he said, the more they tried to give me that cheque, 
unless I wanted it. He said it just bugged me that they thought I would take it, so I didn't. Anyway, three years later, those those shares that were worth 57 million quid, I think we're now worth 250 grand. It just all, the, the shares had just gone. He'd been away traveling for a few years and he came back and he had no money left. Uh, and God knows how much money he's got now, but probably plenty. But he's not done it as in the pursuit of money. He's done no. it in the pursuit of kind and of I think a desire to, to do I mean, what he does. This is a man who, who mm. just sort of would give a hundred thousand pounds to charity, yeah, without blinking. Absolutely, like he just, yeah. He's a good egg. He just, really. He's a good egg. Yeah, um, and it's great that, that he's perpetuating uh, this these ideas of these books and people people like uh, Ryan Holiday I think it's fantastic. Mm. So, courage is calling is what it's called. 
Oh, yeah. Um, Who I need to meet. I to need meet to Jeff. meet both of these people. Yeah, yeah, you've got to meet Sarah as well. But um, I think she's she's called Sarah Barron. She's a stand-up comedian, and you can go and see her anywhere. She's doing she's touring the country as we speak. But let me have a little look at her Instagram to see where she is right now, because I think she's in York tonight. Sarah Barron. She's Sarah Barron 1 million, I think. Is that 1 million? 1, 1, 2, yes. 3, 4, it's 5, million. 6... Sarah Barron, a million, a comedian. Um, where is tonight? She's in Manchester at the Frog no, but and Butter. No, Is that not tonight? That's I mean, twelve hours ago. Yeah, I know, but this is Tuesday. Oh yeah. I mean, this is Sunday. This is and Sunday. It's going out on Friday. Yeah. Thank God you're here to <laughs> sort that out for me. God knows where she is on Friday, but um, I reckon it'll be in her. Yeah, it's probably bio. in the lists, right? Yeah, you could probably have a little look. Do um, have a look? No, no. Can you tell us about her, and I'm going to oh, have a look. Oh, okay. Well, I need my phone because I oh, need okay. I need something uh, that's Sarah in. Barron. So Sarah Barron is a comedian, American, New Yorker. Yes. Very funny. Love New Yorkers. Talks a lot. So right. we've got to go out for dinner just um, to get the full force of Sarah. Well, of both of us together. You're listening to this, Sarah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Me and Jeff won't, like, me and my Jeff won't, won't get a word. won't get a look in. <laughs> um, but she's great and very, very funny. Yeah. Um, big friend of Susie Applin as well. Oh. So we can all go out. Yeah, love so her. All, all go out. Yeah. Um, so, um, but Sarah Barron set this thing up, right? So, I'm going to give you a phone number, folks, and you've got to write it down. Okay, get a pen, get, get some pen. paper. 07-398-627-659. And you need to WhatsApp this number with the word hello. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You got that, people? Say the number one more time. 07-398-627-659. Yeah? Oh my God, I love this. Yeah. Okay. So you WhatsApp hello to that number. Yeah. And every day you get a voice message from Sarah. Yeah. Telling her, telling you in a comedic fashion what she's up to. Shut up. Wait, 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 wait. Does it cost anything? No. Shut up. It's free. It's a free. So it's like, it's like an alternative daily podcast straight to a WhatsApp. So you'll get a WhatsApp ping, ping, and then you basically listen to it. So do you want to listen to today's? Hang on, so do I need to put that number into my phone? Yes. So, you know, put it in the thingy as Sarah Pod, let's say. Sorry for this snivelling, by the way, listeners. I, I'm trying very hard to keep it under control. So on Friday you get two, but every other day you get one. So this is uh, Friday's. Okay. What happened to me last night was one for the history books. <laughs> so I want to say I'm on this tour... Oh, hello from the Premier Inn in Aberdeen. That was, oh, I, I, I wish that hadn't happened. I wish I hadn't even tried that. So, you get the general gist. It's yes. just like a two or three minute message you get each day yes. of something humorous that's either happened to her or why she's on tour or what she's up to her. She's cooking something that's gone terribly wrong or she's tried to exercise and, you know, fallen over or something like that. But if you're a bit lonely or you've not got anything going on and you fancy a message from somebody who's going to cheer you up and tell you something funny, this is it. But also what I think is amazing is, number one, it's free. Number two, she actually genuinely is funny. Mm. But I've got a slight problem. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to talk back. Yeah, you can't. I mean, I guess you could message the WhatsApp back and someone would answer it. What, but, um, would she? Well, she doesn't. I don't. I, it's a business she, account. I don't think she would. I think it's like a thing where she just puts in the thing and it just goes to all the names. Yes, it does. That's exactly what it yeah, does. Yeah, so, so it's I not gonna. I don't, we can't engage with her. Should we? I'll send her a message now. Say it and say, it. "Hi, are you there?" 
kind of smiley quite face. Excited. So did you put the smiley face for like? Yeah. So there you are. Sent it. Me. So we'll see. We'll see if okay. she answers that. I mean, okay. She, she'll be yeah, on, but she's you, on stage <laughs> right now. So oh, you like actually are a friend. I am a friend. Yeah. But anyway, but I quickly, a, I want to say yes. one, one thing very quickly because yeah. I was going to tell you where she is. Yes. Um, because it does say so. Do Friday Saturday. on Friday um, the fifteenth. She's at the London Soho. Th- Saturday, she's at the Soho Theatre. Sun uh, on the nineteenth of October, she's at Crawley, the Horse Studio. Twentieth of October, she's at Leeds at the Sheaf Street. Twenty second of October, she's Tiverton, Tiverton Community Arts Centre. Twenty third, Cambridge, Cambridge Junction. Twenty fourth, the Glee Club in Birmingham. Twenty seventh, Farbug in Leicester. Twenty eighth. Where can you get all these dates? What's the Nottingham Glee? Um, so what all you have to do is press oh. um, tickets um, on her Instagram. Page Sarah Barron, one million, and then she is. go to the link in the bio to go and see her. She is great, but this is a great idea. And every day I get the ping, and I think, oh, great, I'll hear from Sarah, see what she's up to. And it's really funny. It's just like two minutes of chat, and then boom, you're back to work or whatever it is you're doing. So. I would highly recommend this. I don't know what you call it. There isn't a name for it. It's no, not a podcast. it's a brand new thing. It's a brand new thing. Clever her. I like it. Clever her. Yeah. I quickly Good also work, want Sarah. to say that on Friday, the 15th of October, mm-hmm. um, which is when this podcast will be coming out, yeah. um, it's Stand Up to Cancer Night. <gasps> oh. And if there's any way that you could watch, um, and any way, because obviously we've had two years of... Um, all charities struggling yes. so much and well, obviously Stand Up to Cancer is very close to my heart because my sister um, <clears throat> and in fact my mother both died from cancer and um, as you it know would just... I have someone very close to me who currently yes. has cancer yes. so yes um, yeah that's a great recommendation to watch that um, so that's Friday night this from, Friday from about 6 o'clock 6.37 Channel 4 um, Channel 4 Stand Up to Cancer me um, Alan Carr um, Adam and um, Adam Hills and um, Maya Jammer. I liked Adam Hills a lot. Oh, he is the nicest guy. Yeah, he's really got it isn't going he? on, hasn't he? He yes. really has, and he's so smart. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's going to be great. There's tons of um, really good stuff on it, and <coughs> lots of amazing information, and one in two of us are going to get cancer at some point in our lives, so mm. we should watch and do as much as we can to try and stop it. Um, so as you know, I'm partial to the deep fryer. <clears throat> and I'm always looking for the perfect chip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what you're going to say. Uh, what? What, do you, what am I going to say? It's the French fry. Um, I mean, I do like the French fry. My favourite chip of all, all time at the moment is at Five Guys. If you go to the Five Guys and get a burger, the chips they do at Five Guys, knock out. Do they have skin on? They've got a bit of skin on. Yeah, that, like I mean, that's so nice. So I've always been looking for something like that I could make at home for the kids now, I do have to make sure that it's just a once a week thing, this. It's not yeah. a nightly thing. But I've got a little outdoor kitchen at home and the deep fat fryer lives outside there next to the rotisserie barbecue. Yeah. But I found these Sainsbury's Can own. Can I also just yeah. say, he's got one here as well. Yeah. At our house. Yeah. I've got one everywhere. You've, you've got one everywhere. So yeah. I've never had a deep fat fryer in my life. Yeah. And you have brought one into my home. You can't believe it, can you? You can't, can't believe, believe your look. <clears throat> I'll anyway. tell you what, though, the chips are amazing found what I yeah. think is the perfect chip and it's actually a Sainsbury's own brand chip oh right and it's called they're called rustic fries right from Sainsbury's yeah in a Sainsbury's bag in rustic. the freezer department right so if you're looking for a good chip this skin is my on? recommendation it's got a bit of skin on mm. 
and they're seasoned in some way with a little mm. bit of seasoning. Um, but oh, four minutes in the deep fat fry at 180. <laughs> oh, and I tell you what, blimey O'Reilly. I haven't had anybody, you know, he's come round like my brother's come round or I've made some for Chester yeah. or whatever and everyone's gone, bloody hell, where'd you get these chips? <laughs> I go, well, I'll, I have to listen to the podcast to find out. But there's other chips, people go, oh, these chips are good. But people go, oh, these chips, bloody hell, they're amazing. And I think I've hit the jackpot. They're only like a quid a bag, you know. God knows what's in them. But um, if you're looking for a good chip, this is the best one I've found. I've done all the McCain's and I've done all the Iceland's and I've done all the other bits and pieces. Yeah, nothing. Nothing come close to rustic fries from Sainsbury's. Okay. Four minutes, 180 degrees. Boom. Oosh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, good. Do you like that? Oh, God, you make me laugh so much. <clears throat> good. Um, I quickly want to talk about Make Menopause Matter. Yeah. Um, we are going to Parliament on the 29th of October. Um, not you. Yeah, you don't have there. to go. Yeah. I mean, you are very, very been, welcome. Yeah, well, I'll see but what it I'm is doing. a Friday. I know yeah, you're working yeah, yeah. on Friday. Okay. But I'm going, um, and I'm calling on all menopausal women. Let's get to Parliament Square on Friday at about... Well, I'm probably going to get there for about 11, stay there till about 12.30, because there is going to be a second reading of a bill um, in Parliament to try and get HRT free uh, on the NHS, which uh, I'm amazed that it's not already. But Carolyn Harris, who is an amazing MP, is uh, doing amazing work at whipping up support for this bill. And uh, we are going as menopausal women to go and support her under the sort of banner of Make Menopause Matter, which is a movement that is trying to get um, education for all GPs and healthcare professionals on the menopause so they can help us through what is um, a very difficult time of our lives anyway. And when you're trying to talk to a healthcare professional about it and they don't know what it is or anything about it, um, it can be a very sad, lonely and confusing time. So we need support from uh, our NHS and the, and Diane Densbrink and her Make Menopause Matter campaign are really pushing to get that on the agenda. But we are going to support her. If you're a menopausal woman and you want to come and stand outside Parliament and make a bit of noise and try and get HRT free, um, we'll be there. So you're going to be there? Yes. At what time? Well, I'm actually going to get there a bit early mm-hmm. and go inside Parliament okay. and be a mosquito yeah, yeah. and annoy people and have my picture taken Great. Uh, with people yeah. to try and, mm. like, you know, yeah, yes. do something good Absolutely. or yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, get some action done mm-hmm. and um, or just support Carolyn. Like, even if I'm just sort of walking around following her, just yeah. I want to have her back Yeah. Um, because Does make- this is important. Does make menopause matter have an Instagram account or a Facebook group or something? Um, like well, that? it's a hashtag. So okay. any because all of our all menopausal women mm-hmm. are all together on this. Yeah, like yeah. we are all we all want to make mm-hmm. menopause matter, and we all might have other little Facebook groups that are called like my book's called Menopausing. Yeah. Somebody else is called Meno Scandals. Somebody yeah. else is called Meno. You're all under the same umbrella. Essentially. But we we all want the same thing. We yeah. all want to help women. Mm-hmm. So there's no kind of, oh, I got here first, or I've been doing this for longer yeah, than yeah. you. Um, it's just, we all want to help women yeah. get the information that they need. Mm-hmm. And Make Menopause Matter, I think, is the the movement that is the clearest. Okay. It just has a I very agree. clear mission. Yeah. Educate healthcare professionals. Mm-hmm. Done. And what's the date again? 29th of October. It's a Friday. Okay. 
and um, we will all be there from yeah, about Parliament 11 Square. o'clock in Parliament Square and, uh, you know, bring a thermos flask of tea yeah. and some biscuits and let's I, all have a chat. I might bring a generator and a deep fat fryer and hand out rustic oh fries God, to people. Oh, God, we'd love that. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <coughs> right, let's do some shout-outs. Um, Pauline Purser. Paula Purser. Paula Purser. Um, hi, and then a wavy hand. I love your podcast. They are so informative, and I have a little notebook, and I write down recommendations. Oh, that's good. Can I say Must we, do our merch. We oh. we got a notebook each from, from Janine, and a pen and with a pen our name on it. it. Yes, our name on it. We're gonna we're gonna do notebooks. I think we we're are. We're gonna try and do uh, making the cut notebooks. Yeah. Um. So we'll let you know when they're available. Um. And she writes down the recommendations. I always look forward to Friday mornings where I can listen to you both. I've just found a real treat in Iceland. <gasps> they're called luxury macaroons. What? Ooh, they are so gorgeous. You get two each of the flavours. Lemon, strawberry, pistachio, chocolate, vanilla and caramel. They are an absolute bargain at £3. Wow! So much better what? than the more expensive brands. They are my new favourite things. Give them a try. Love, Paula Purser. That's wow, so good. Wow, brilliant, Paula. That's fantastic. What yeah, a great, great, great recommendation. Uh, Dina? Uh, love the podcast. Currently living in Singapore. Wow. Uh, took you on a walk around Marina Bay this morning. Oh, Thank thanks, you. And then a Dana. brilliant picture. Uh, God, look at that. Wow. Oh, Singapore is the most uh, amazing place I hear. Yes. From people. So uh, clean and beautiful. And well, Maybe we could, um, we can post Dina's picture um, at some point. Okay. Uh, Claire Hales, have you watched The Cleaner with Greg Davis? I'd watch anything with Greg Davis. So funny and clever. You'll love first episode with Helena Bonham Carter, a modern version of Roald Dahl's Tales of the Unexpected. Oh. Great podcast once again. Thanks, Claire. Oh, Sorry. what's it called? Um, the... This is Claire H156, and it's called The Cleaner, the Cleaner. with Greg Davis. Um, the other thing I watched recently, which I don't think I've talked about, um, is when I was in Spain, I watched a one-hour documentary on the life of Rick Mayle, and it was on um, the BBC iPlayer. You know, it was when he died, which was quite a while ago now, mm. actually, probably about 2012 or 2013. Mm. I was always a big fan of Rick growing up, and I loved the young ones, obviously, Filthy Rich and Catflap, uh, Lord Flashart and Blackadder and all the rest of it. I loved Ben Elton and Richard Curtis, as you know. Um, but Greg Davis was a big talking head in this documentary, mm. and he is obsessed with Rick. And then he got Rick to play his dad in Man Down. So, um, and so they, they got to work together, you know. But it was just... Greg Davis yeah. is really turning into... A comedy genius. Yeah, like, well, he's kind of always legend, been a comedy, but yes, he's yeah. gaining yeah. legendary status, yeah. isn't he? He's um, on that subject. I worked with Dawn French this week, <gasps> well, and she told me something. Her, wait, yeah, she's got a book coming out, Cheltenham Literary. Uh, no, so the book came out a year ago. We yes. already recommended it, yes. but can I just say, yeah. you did a great job on her hair. I did a good job on her. Hair. It looked so good. Yes. I know we shouldn't talk about it too much. No, no, that's all right. Because she's, she's more than her hair. Very, very thick hair. So it's, it's really so quite good. a difficult control. And a lot of people go, oh, could my hair do this? Could my hair do that? It's very hard. Lots of people message me saying, would I suit this? It's very hard without actually touching the hair and feeling it to see what it would or wouldn't do. Um, but it looks really good on Dawn. So good. Um, and the quiff. Yeah, well, it was quite funny because she said... She said, I cut all my hair because I just want to go grey, basically, and then I'll grow back the bob. You know, that was the idea. She said, I just had to cut all the dark stuff out, and I thought, I'll just grin and bear it for a year, have short hair, grow it out, and that'll be that. But she said, the press picked up on it, and then everybody picked up on it, and then loose women want to do a feature on it, want me on this morning, want me on talking about my new grey look. It's like, I don't, 
want to talk about my goddamn hair. I just want it to grow back into a bob. You know, like it's but just turned into something. I don't think she should something. have a bob again. Yeah, well, maybe not. I mean, I don't and know. She looks so young. It, she does look really good. She just looks so. Um, it's funny how yeah. she's gone grey and she looks younger. Yes, I know. It's amazing. It's isn't so it? weird. Uh, she did tell me a funny story, which I'll tell you off air, though. Boom. I know. Oosh. And see oh, what I did poor, there. Oh, poor I listeners. Just le- I know, I left them dangling. Um, so, Claire, Thanks, that Claire. is a brilliant recommendation. Really good recommendation. Fantastic. So, um, Kerry? Uh, Kerry, yeah. Kerry Harris. So it's, but it's spelled C E R I. Yeah. Would go, and it almost went Seri. I'd say Kerry. Okay, great. Uh, hey, or if we were podcast. in Spain, it would be Seri. Uh, love your podcast. Thought you might like this. It's called Swivelt. <gasps> Swivet. Swivelt. 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 com. It's like a slow cooker you take with you. What? I don't work for them at all, but love the product. So helpful. Uh, to stay intention... Intentionally eating, eating oh, well intentionally rather than wandering out of my office and deciding kettle... Kettle tips dipped in hummus. Is a healthy lunch. <laughs> to be fair, it's a fab lunch. But this flask means I stay on track. Okay, so it's a flask, is it? I'm going to swivel it. The swivel it. So swivel it. Oh, so it looks like something that can keep soup so, warm. Wait, and things or like that, that you cook? Oh my god, get rid of that thing! I hate pop-ups. Oh, so Go do away, I. Pop-up. I don't want to pop up. Um, okay. Okay, uh, wait. Uh, so it's technology paired with a striking cooking aesthetic. and eating pod. It can slow cook on oh. the go and keeps your food either ho- what. I'm buying one. Hang on, I'm getting my phone. Revolution food on the go. It's no fuss, multifunctional cooking and can. And I'm gonna. Pod, I'm gonna buy one and and test drive it. Either hot or cold, four to five hours. Oh my God, that's good, isn't it? It's so good. Are you buying it's one? Too, yes. Buy me one as well. Yes. Thanks. Portable um, slow cooker. Shut up. I put a pot noodle in that. It'd be great. Um, thanks, Kerry. That's an absolutely brilliant one. Liz Ogle. Oh, if you liked Jack O'Connell in this, you need to see him in Goddess on Netflix. So Jack O'Connell was the lead star in The North Water with Colin Farrell. And I thought he was brilliant. Oh, yes. Uh, He's in something called Goddess on Netflix, another amazing series. And Jack is my vote for the next James Bond. Yes, I thought that actually as I was watching him, I thought, God, he could be quite good. He's kind of quintessentially British. Uh, Blonde as well. Nice to see a James Blonde. Ah. Haha. Um, I totally agree. And then finally, we've got Claire Blackburn, who is my old friend from school. Crikey, Claire, you've written an absolute epic. Afternoon, Mikey, Davina, and Mikey. Olivia. Yeah, well, that's what I was called at school. Oh my god, um, I love yeah. it. Just listen to it four. I think I wanted to recommend a couple of things after mentioning Amazon Prime. I just wanted to know how much I enjoyed everybody's talking about Jamie the movie. Oh, so I've not seen that, but I've heard nothing but great yeah. things. <clears throat> I had the pleasure of seeing the stage version, but the movie is fabulous, starring Max Harwood and, uh, as Jamie and Richard E. Grant, who's also bloody brilliant. The film mm. is based on a true story, and the theme music is written by Dan Gillespie, um, uh, sells off, off the feeling. Have you ever heard of Flight of the Concords? Of course. Of course we have. New Zealand comedy duo uh, who writes so cleverly with much humor. Yes, I totally agree. Flight of the Concords is absolute knockout, and if nobody's seen that or heard of it, um, and you're absolutely right. If you like Tim Minchin or anything like that, then it's absolutely brilliant. Another thing is my partner, Nick, who used to do, um, who is a theatre sound designer, worked with Hannah Waddingham in the 90s. And she was in a musical called The Beautiful Game, which was written by Ben Elton. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was brilliant then with a hauntingly great singing voice. Our Kind of Love was a tearjerker then. Have a listen. So that's Our Kind of Love, um, and it's sung by Hannah Waddingham. 
Um, thanks, Claire Blackburn. Uh, and I'll always be very fond of being called Mikey, so keep it up. Um, we went to a gig this week. We went to see Inhaler, which... Uh, oh, my God, a, we yeah, haven't yes, talked, we haven't talked about, about that. that. And I haven't talked about go-karting as well. I've got to talk about the go-karting. I'll do that next week because you've got to go. These go-karting places are all over the country. Yeah. My God, they were brilliant. It was the best money I've spent on an activity to do with my kids. Uh, it was sensational. But the gig was fantastic. I dragged Davina McCall into the mosh pit. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. It was the best was thing ever. I loved it so um, much. But they've got an album out. I think it's just called Inhaler. It's their debut album. It's really good. If you like kind of late but 80s. But they're touring, sorry. aren't they? They're touring, yeah. But I think they're just about done with their oh, European Well, if, if you get tour. to see them again next year. It's gone ticket. They are book. brilliant. Yeah, they were really good, weren't they? And the sound it, was fantastic. The sound was We were saying, because the lead singer is Bono's son, that we assumed that he'd borrowed his dad's sounds engineers and stuff like that from you two and took because the sound was perfect from a young band it was like wow but also they definitely had their own sound they oh had yeah their own style mm -hmm. their songs were really good yeah. we liked the rock the more rocky ones that went off yeah and there was this thing that happened in the mosh pit yeah where everybody does the big circle it opens and, and they wait then for the beat to drop they wait for the beat Boom! And everybody headbutts each other, basically. It was so good. It was great. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank we're, you. Um, I've enjoyed really, tonight. Yeah, me too. And we're always super grateful uh, for people uh, engaging with us and listening to us and sending us messages and things like that. Oh, we've bought one. We've bought two. Swivlet. Swivlet. It's a tricky name. Is it Swivlet? It's a Swivlet. Great. As long as you're correct, then that's great. Um... What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing this week? Um, busy tomorrow week? I'm doing Long Lost Family. <gasps> Tuesday I'm doing something for Channel 4. Mm -hmm. Wednesday I'm doing a shoot with J.D. Williams. Yeah. I love doing my shoots with J.D. Yeah, Williams. Yeah, I've got to say, I love working on Amanda's, them as well. Amanda's going to be there as well. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Amanda Holden. Yes. Love her. Highly interesting. Uh, Thursday, Stand Up to Cancer rehearsals. Friday, Stand Up to Cancer. Saturday, my birthday. Sorry? <laughs> what? Shit. I've got a 54 people on Saturday, Sorry, the 16th of October. So send the birthday wishes via yes, Instagram, please. please. Yes, uh, please. Lots of emoji hearts. I'm going to be posting a picture of myself on my birthday in mm -hmm. my birthday suit. No, I'm not. Okay, I was going to say because I haven't bought your birthday suit. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to whenever your birthday is and however 16th. it is old you are. 16th. Um, okay. 16th. Good. Yeah. Okay. I've got your present. Okay. I got you a really good present. Well, I already sort of know one of my presents, and yeah. it's one of the best presents I've ever had ever. Yeah. Okay, we can tell them I've all got... about that after the event. Yeah, yeah exactly, yes. Okay. Um, or before it, because they could come. There might be tickets available for that particular thing. They could come yes. to it. Um, that'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? We have a making the cook yes. night out yes. at this particular <gasps> thing. Oh, my God. Because we've got two spare tickets. <gasps> a giveaway. <laughs> no. <laughs> <coughs> on that bombshell um, have a great night everybody um, I love you yeah we love you even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about Quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.